Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 113 Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time on and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and His glory above all the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter 23, verses 1 through 9. You shall not spread a false report. You shall not join hands with the wicked to act as a malicious witness. You shall not follow a majority in wrongdoing. When you bear witness in a lawsuit, you shall not sit, you shall not side with the majority so as to pervert justice, nor shall you be partial to the poor in a lawsuit. When you come upon an enemy's ox or donkey going astray, you shall bring it back. When you see the donkey of one who hates you lying under its burden and you would hold back from setting it free, you must help to set it free. You shall not pervert the justice due to your poor in their lawsuits. Keep far from a false charge, and do not kill the innocent and those in the right, for I will not acquit the guilty. You shall take no bribe, for a bribe blinds the officials and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. You shall not oppress a resident alien. You know the heart of an alien, for you are aliens in the land of Egypt. Romans chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Then what advantage has the Jew, or what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way. For in the first place the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Will their faith, faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Although everyone is a liar, let God be proved true, as it is written, so that you may be justified in your words and prevail in your judging. But if our injustice serves to confirm the justice of God, what should we say? The God That God is unjust to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if through my falsehood God's truthfulness abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not say, as some people slander us by saying that we say, let us do evil so that good may come, their condemnation is deserved. Good morning and welcome to the 15th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey on the, uh, the 15th Thursday after Pentecost. Uh, this morning's readings 
uh, come from Psalm 113, and then selections from Exodus 23 and Romans 3. Um, Justice is uh, definitely pretty prominent this morning. The passage from Romans is kind of all over the place, Um, but Exodus 23 is really interesting. Um, It has to do with uh, judicial proceedings in Israel, and by extension for the kingdom of God throughout time, and and it just has these kind of principles of uh, how to, uh, uh, I guess, not not obey, but to follow the the spirit of the law. Um, And I say that because coming at this reading, this particular passage, um, is striking in our kind of hyper-partisan um, society where, you know, it's almost kind of a given for certain uh, groups, you know, to win at any cost. But that isn't just. Um, sometimes your enemy is in the right. Um, and sometimes these uh, allegiances that we hold can get in the way of doing what's right. Um so there's a series of examples um, in the passage. Um, some of them are really clear. Don't lie, you know, don't perjure yourself. Um, but also don't uh, conspire with the wicked to to lie or to provide a false witness. Um, and this thing about the donkey, it kind of goes, it seems to go both ways. On the one hand, if you see your enemy's ox or donkey going astray, bring it back. Um, your enemy's ox, so it's don't don't take it, um, even though it's your enemy. Um, don't take it, um, and also notably, don't set it free, but bring it back. But then the next verse says, if you see the donkey of one who hates you, so in somewhat similar position, your enemy maybe, if they're lying under its burden, and you hold back from setting it free, you must help to set it free. So in the one example the donkey or the, the, the beast is going astray of their own accord. They've got some energy. Um, and it may be assumed based on the next passage that in this second passage, it's lying under its burden. It's exhausted. It can't get up or it, it won't get up. Um, in the first example, perhaps your enemy is treating its their beasts of burden fairly. They're feeding them. They're watering them. They're not overworking them. But if you see the beast of burden of your enemy lying under its burden and exhaustion, even though you may not want to set it free, you have to help set it free, which means your enemy loses, you know, that, that donkey or ox. Um, so it's contextualized. Justice is not necessarily objective and, you know, set in stone. It's what serves the good. And the good is that creatures of all kinds deserve a certain amount of dignity and respect. And so if your enemy, whether or not he's your enemy or she's your enemy, if if their beast of burden is kind of walking off, you should bring them back. Your enemy may not necessarily be doing anything wrong by their animals. But if they're exhausted, you should set them free, perhaps, and this is my own kind of inference, perhaps because your enemy is mistreating them. And again, it talks about justice due to the poor. Um, Not only shouldn't you take bribes, but also um, don't uh, 
do not pervert the justice that is due to the the poor in court. That seems kind of common knowledge, but in, in the same passage, I'm trying to find it now. Um, don't uh, it talks about not um, not ah here we go verse three. You shall not be partial to the poor in a lawsuit. Uh, so even though the poor may be disadvantaged, that in and of itself does not mean, does not interfere with justice, with the principle or the, the objective execution of justice. But also do not pervert the justice that is due to them. Um, so for, for some progressives or people, uh, I studied um, the social teaching of the Catholic Church and the Episcopal Church, and there's this phrase of uh, uh, God's preferential treatment of the poor uh, that exists and it's a real thing, but the courts, uh, you know, the execution of justice, that that doesn't mean that the poor are automatically innocent or that judges or courts should be partial to the poor. So there's this um, real balance of the principle of justice um, and what uh, as a veteran and former grunt one thing that really stu- stood out to me is um, really early on um, verse 2 do not follow a majority in wrongdoing um, and I think it says it again um, but I'm, I'm not finding it um, don't follow a majority in wrongdoing um, do not side with the majority so as to pervert justice so that's you know, a reminder that um, the the majority isn't always right. And I think of like Me Lai, where um, everybody in this platoon, I think to a man, I can't think of anybody within that platoon who objected. Everybody did the wrong thing. Um, and it took this outsider, um, this helicopter pilot, to intervene, um, aiming uh, his helicopter's weapons at fr- friendlies telling them to stop um, murdering and pillaging and, uh, and burning the village down. Um, and in the military, the, the problem of groupthink, of you know, just kind of going with the flow, is especially prevalent, um, whether that's Milai or uh, Haditha, the massacre in Haditha in, uh, in Iraq in 2005, I think, or six, um, that Christians... And Christian soldiers are um, are to be on guard against doing things just because your battle buddy is doing it. Um, that that doesn't make it right. And actually to um, be careful not to side with them in the perversion of justice. Um, the uh, and that you know it's difficult thinking about unlawful orders in the heat of the moment. We aren't often trained about when it is that the majority and the system and and the the, the structure in place is actually um, unhealthy or even when the system is just fine and individuals are abusing it or neglecting it. Um, and perhaps the, the other side of that coin in, in terms of the kind of level-headedness of this passage, um, even though that is a problem, groupthink and, and following the majority in wrongdoing, um, I also think that it's important to remember that we aren't made guilty by association, that everybody's individually 
um, responsible or, I'm sorry, individually guilty for the things that they have done wrong, even though we may be collectively responsible. Um, that just because I'm, you know, I was a soldier at the time of the Haditha massacre, that doesn't mean I'm guilty of that specific event and uh, the instances immediately surrounding them or the uh, the 2007 um, Blackwater, um, uh, oh, Nazir Square, Nazir Square, I think, um, that, yes, we are, we don't follow the majority into evil, um, and the actions of the majority don't always necessarily fall, uh, the, the complicity doesn't always fall on our shoulders. Um, and so, as a Christian soldier, um, you know, it's important to be on guard against um, following the majority into wrongdoing um, and to be even-handed in the administration of justice and to make sure that the principle, the, the spirit of the law is what guides us, not necessarily the strict adherence to the letter of the law. A Prayer for Courts of Justice from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, who sits in the throne judging right, we humbly beseech you to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates in all this land, and give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, that they may discern the truth and impartially administer the law in the fear of you alone. Through him who shall come to be our judge, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.